You are listening to the Healthy Leader Podcast with Tracy Fisher, episode number 40. Welcome to the Healthy Leader Podcast, where it's all about optimizing your health, energy, and performance for your mind and your body. And now your host, Master Coach Tracy Fisher. All right. So I just have to tell you that there is something that I want to share with you that I just discovered in researching releasing resistance. And I am almost giddy with excitement about this. I don't know if somebody else has already discovered this or not, but I feel like I've just discovered this. And I want to share this concept of releasing resistance with you and give you a really cool way to think about it and to remember it and to practice it. So I want to start off with sharing with you a saying that I believe that I first heard in church, and that is, let go and let God. Now, I also realize that that's an AA saying and that it's very similar to the serenity prayer of um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I want to start off by telling you that I've had an interesting relationship with that concept and the phrase, let go and let God. And the idea is that God or a higher power is directing your path. So let go of all your doubt and your resistance and your fear and have faith. The secular view of that sounds a little bit more like, okay, let it go. There's nothing you can do about it. Focus on what you can change. And it has a similar energy to it, a similar meaning, basically, to stop wasting your energy, your mental energy, your emotional energy, and your physical energy fighting or resisting against something that you have no control over. Now, this is easier said than done. And it is a powerful, powerful meta skill that serves us all in our wellness and our well being, our self leadership, and our leadership. So, today I want to talk to you about your own version of letting go and releasing resistance, resistance to what is, what was, or what might be, because resistance takes a lot of energy that we could be using towards other things. And often, I don't think that we even know that we are resisting. And if we don't know that we have the resistance, and we certainly cannot release it. So I want to talk about resistance and what it is and what it might look like, and then how you can actively practice releasing it. And this is absolutely 100% an ongoing practice. I have this distinct memory of the first time that I really understood what it meant to emotionally and mentally release resistance. And it had to do with trying to get pregnant with my third child. And I just remember I could not let go of the fact that I couldn't get pregnant. And it was really creating some anxiety and chaos and depression. And I was focusing on the wrong things in my life. And for some reason, I don't know why, maybe I had heard that phrase, let go and let God enough that at some point I was like, what am I doing here? I have two amazing, healthy, 
boys. I love my life. I need to let this go. And I was able to do that. And it was such a profound experience for me that when we did get pregnant, we named Joelle, Joelle Grace, to remember the immense power and poise and elegance and beauty and joy that comes with letting go of things that we cannot control. Now, I would love to report to you that since that one experience, I took it and really mastered releasing resistance and am in this constant state of OM. But the truth is, (laughs) I'm not a master at it. I am mastering it. And in fact, I'm actually practicing it right now. I was noticing as I'm recording this podcast that my dogs are freaking out in the background. We've got a snowplow going, we've got the garbage trucks going, and I'm alone here, and there's no one there to keep them quiet. And even though I know that you all can't hear them, I can feel this energy of resistance percolating in my body. And so right now, I get to practice releasing it. And I'm going to show you exactly how I am doing that right now in the middle of this podcast in just a minute. And disruptions are a great way to practice this. In the last podcast, I talked about disruptions and how often we resist them, even though they're pretty much guaranteed, especially if you are a leader and you are solving problems and creating things and strategizing around all sorts of disruptions. And if you're a parent or in a relationship or have a family, you're going to have disruptions. And we all have things in our lives personally and professionally, that we don't want to deal with and that we do, not because we like to, but because we have to. So I invite you right now to think about something that you resist. It could be something as simple as washing the dishes or making your bed, or it could be handling some type of conflict that's going on at work or preparing your budget or doing finances, maybe writing a report or having a difficult conversation. It could even be eating the right foods or getting up early to work out. Think of something that you do or that you know that you have to do, but you really don't want to do it. And you can feel this energy of resistance. And I want you to keep that in mind as I share this first part of my discovery that I'm so excited about in terms of resistance. Now, you know what that energy feels like in your body. And if you don't, I invite you to think about it, to go inside your body and think, what does resistance even feel like for me physically? I've heard it described as a clenching, a tightening of muscles, a closing in on yourself. Sometimes it feels like butterflies in your stomach. It's just this energy in your body that feels 
negative in some way. And when I was looking up resistance and the definitions, I kept coming across the definition of electrical resistance. And it basically is a measurement of the opposition to the flow of a current. And I thought that was fascinating because that's exactly what it feels like in our bodies when we are experiencing resistance. It feels like there is an interruption to the flow of life. And so that's a great way to think about resistance when we feel like we're out of the flow, when we feel like we are out of the current of life. And then to make this even juicier, (laughs) I kept coming across this interesting depiction of Ohm's law. And Ohm's law is basically a, a law that describes the relationship between the different characteristics of the flow of the circuit or the flow of life. And the way that they depict it in this kind of cartoonish drawing is that there's this circuit, a tunnel, if you will, and there are these three characters involved in describing resistance. And so if you can imagine, if you will, that one man, his name is Amp, he's trying to get through the current of life and Volt is kicking... (laughs) the amp in the booty to try to get him to go through the current. And then on top of the current, resistance has a rope around the current and around the amp (laughs) and is pulling it tight. So the amp is stuck. The flow is stuck and the volt can keep trying to kick it. But as long as there's that resistance, the amp is stuck. I hope I can use this figure and this depiction for the podcast cover, but if I can't, I 100% want you to go look up from the Tez Institute this great drawing of resistance. And it really brought home to me the value of understanding the current of life and how we sabotage ourselves by chokeholding that current. And for me, it gave me this great visualization of being in the current of life and in the flow of life and then coming up to something that we don't necessarily want to do and that maybe it is painful or uncomfortable. But then on top of that, we've got this resistance that we're adding to the pain of whatever it is that is in front of us. And when we do that, we are adding suffering on top of the pain. And the Dalai Lama said that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And to take this electrical resistance analogy one step further, think about if you are resisting what is currently happening, if you are resisting the current, then you are creating your own suffering. So go back to what you were thinking about in terms of what you are resisting and peek inside of your mind and see where you might be holding on to a story that could be making things 
harder than they need to be. Maybe even sabotaging the results that you want to create and making your life miserable. Now, where I see this often is with people who really want to change their behaviors and create a new result. And so they create a plan and they start working towards it. And then if they're not getting the results that they want fast enough, or it's not as easy as they thought it would be, or other people aren't responding, or circumstances aren't responding the way that they want, then there starts to build up a little bit of resistance. Think of the ohm on top of the current. It starts to tighten the rope just a little bit. And even if you are doing your right action, even if you are motivating yourself with a kick by the vault and you're eating right and you're exercising and doing your meditations or engaging with your spouse or having those difficult conversations and going through the pain of changing your habits and being conscious, if there is an underlying story that is creating resistance, now you've got the change that you're trying to create. And on top of that, creating this resistance to yourself. And so that's the suffering on top of pain. And it is not necessary. And oftentimes we don't even realize that we're doing it. And I really want you to get that there is a huge difference between doing your right thing, following your protocol, engaging in your right action, however that's defined, with resistance and without resistance. And if you're doing it with resistance, you are more likely to not follow through consistently. So here's an example that I was just talking with somebody about, and they were out to dinner with a bunch of their colleagues, and everybody was ordering drinks and the pasta dinner, and he was ordering his salad with a lean protein and a seltzer water. And he noticed that he was begrudgingly ordering the salad. He still did what he said he was going to do. He still followed his protocol, but in his mind, he was thinking, why do I have to eat like this? Why does everybody else get to enjoy the end of the week and indulge when I have to eat like a rabbit? That's resistance. That is very, very different than being in that exact same scenario, ordering the salad and the protein and thinking, Look at me, right in the middle of all of this, in the middle of all of these temptations, I still am taking care of myself and choosing my right action. That's the opposite of resistance. That is in the flow. It's a different experience completely. And it's the kind of experience that paves the way to you naturally ordering a healthy meal without a second thought to what other people are doing. That is the difference between behavior change and transformation. And noticing your resistance is the gateway to that long-term transformation. So how can you tell if you are creating unnecessary resistance and how do you let it go? Well, the first thing is, 
what I've already referenced, and that is to listen to your mind and to your body. Pay attention to when you feel like you are not in the flow. Pay attention to the energy, the emotional energy in your body. And notice when you are annoyed or frustrated or hear yourself saying, you know, they should know better or I should have lost more weight by now or they are really going to screw this up or they're never going to change or whatever story is going on in your brain that is a unit of electrical resistance. That's the definition of an ohm. It's a unit of electrical resistance. So that's the first piece is to become aware of your own ohms as an O-H-M. And as simple as that sounds, it's key because oftentimes we don't even realize that we are resisting and we can't release the resistance if we don't know what it looks like, if we're not aware that it's there. So now hopefully you have this great visual and reference to Ohm's law and the electrical current to think about your mind and your body. And then once you are aware of it, the way that you let it go is threefold. And the first way is that you decide that you are willing to let it go. And this is a really big deal because we are attached to our stories and to the way that our brain is working currently. And no matter how distressing it is for us, our brains are comfortable thinking in a certain way. So you have to be willing ahead of time to let it go. And so you already have this one idea in your brain of something that you are resisting. And I invite you to think, hey, I'm going to have to do it anyway. This is something I have to approach. Let me commit right now to doing it without suffering, without that story, without that resistance. And then the second piece is that when it comes time for the event, be on the lookout for the current to start getting choked again. It may come in varying degrees. It could be very subtle. It could be very quiet, like, oh, I really don't want to do this. When is this going to be over? Or it can get really, really loud, like, are you kidding me? Do I have to be doing this? And just be present to it. Be aware and witness it and know that you are in control of the current. And as soon as you recognize it, then you can use the third step. And this final piece is very, very exciting because this is a combination of the way that I have been managing resistance with the new discovery. (laughs) And the third piece has to do with physically becoming present at that moment to becoming present to your body and utilizing some techniques with your senses to become present in the moment. So for example, become hyper aware of the weight of the phone in your hand when you are talking to an unhappy client or feel the texture of the keyboard or hear the voices in the room 
room. Or maybe feel the warmth of the water while you're washing dishes and utilize your senses to become physically present. And that's something that is useful because it brings you to the present moment and helps you get out of your head and into your body. And that's one of the reasons it's so important to pay attention to your breathing, to make sure that you get out and exercise. And we know that having a strong mind-body connection helps us with releasing stress and resistance and negativity. So that's the third piece of releasing the resistance is to engage in a physical activity and to make sure that you do it in an extremely focused way where you're really paying attention to the touch or to the sight or to the sound and bring your mind into your body to open up that current and open up that flow. So as we close, I want to share with you the other fun thing that I discovered that's related to this mind-body connection and this third step. And it has to do with something else that you can do physically that will help you to release the resistance and to get back into the flow. And it's this really obvious thing that you probably have already heard of, (laughs) and that is to use the word OM, as in O-M, as in OM, 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 and that is considered to be the sacred sound of the universe. And it vibrates at a certain frequency of 432 hertz, which is the same vibrational frequency found in all things throughout nature. So I thought that was really cool that Ohm's law about resistance in the science realm describes the problem and the challenge that we are having, and that the solution is also OM. And so that is all that you have to remember, is to notice OM's law, the resistance, to be aware of it, to be willing to let it go, to be present to it in the moment, and then to come back to your body and either chant OM or to use another one of your senses to bring you back to the flow and to the current of life. So I hope that that was really fun for you. It was extremely fun for me. I don't know if somebody else has already made the connection between OM's law and OM. And I don't really care if they have or not because it was really fun for me to get in the flow of this and to practice in the midst of this podcast, repeating that sound 
and to bringing myself back into the flow. So go forth and create an amazing flow in your life. And I would love to hear from you and how you are using this process to keep your frequency and your flow going so that you can create the life that you deserve. Hey there, if you are ready to take your well-beingness to the next level, come visit thewellness.coach where I've got lots of free resources. And make sure that you type in thewellness.coach, not .com, and I will see you there.